What's going everyone? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Nathan and he's back. Thailand stole him. But I have Guess who's back? Yeah. Back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's me! Hey, it was the greatest <laughs> heist since, I don't know, one of the diehards. Yeah, but I blew the bloody doors off. Yes, yes we did. It was a five-man operation. Uh, the other four, all, um, they didn't make it, but we got their share. I threw them off the way. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it was the same plan as Joker in the Dark Knight. Sure. We like, oh, some people just want to see the world burn. Exactly, exactly. But we made it, and we got we got the gold. Together we made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how was your How was your holiday? It was good. It was interesting. It was intense. Kind of tired still, but like it was, I did a lot of shit. Don't think I got a decent night's sleep the entire time I was there. Is there? Um, so yeah, it was good. Uh, I will talk about it in more detail as the progress progresses. Okay, eighteen fifty-six. In the vein of a podcast I've been listening to a lot recently, the Dollop which is very good. Go listen to it. 1856, though, Ben, is apparently okay. the circa date of Woodford House. Okay. Have you ever heard of Woodford House? I haven't. Wow. Well, you're about to learn a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Woodford House is up for auction. It goes on auction on the 25th of September at 6 p.m. There's okay. some houses for it. And this is in Adelaide, Australia. Are you interested in Woodford House? Sure, sounds great. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture through the Skype chat quickly. You can just judge what you think of the house. Okay. Tell me initial thoughts. Would you be interested in potentially buying it? Yeah, it looks like a nice house. Okay. Well, let me tell you something about it. It is quote unquote a mystic house. Yeah. That's. (laughs) <laughs> I already feel the apprehension in your voice. <laughs> oh, Guarantee you will remember this property. This is on. This is the actual advert, word for word, on the estate agency website. Sure. Ten Mellory Crescent Magill Magill auction location on site Woodford House, circa eighteen fifty six. Two titles unrenovated, tiny original chapel. Jewel cellars and rooftop viewing platform backs onto the council reserve so you feel like you're deep in the country. Good start? Good, yeah, sounds it's interesting. Sounds good. Okay, prepare to take a sharp left, my friend. <laughs> Mystery and intrigue, comma, OMG beats anything you will ever see. It's at every turn. History, excitement, challenge your senses. If you are a scaredy cat, don't come. <laughs> I'm so excited and privileged just to see this two-story bluestone residence. It's not for the faint-hearted, but wow, all in caps, what a property. What's... It looks <laughs> so nice and humble. Like, what's so bad about his house? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> this has been in the same family since 1977. The family of six best describes the fun and good times as Mrs. Bates in the Hitchcock movie, The House on the Hill. 
Okay. <laughs> Do you remember what happened to Miss Bates in said Hitchcock movie? No. Uh, oh, she was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. History, magnificent bluestone mansion, in quotations for some reason. <laughs> Surely it's either a mansion or it's not. Of the 1800s era, built by William Urin, who arrived eight years earlier from Helston, Cornwall. He chose his foothills locations for its fertile soil and beautiful uh, creek setting, a viewing deck, a deck sorry, atop the second story of the home allowed William to see the ships arriving at Port Adelaide, his leather goods he was importing. Don't know why. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like a hundred years time it's going to be like Nathan is selling this wonderful house. He used to wait for the FedEx guy to arrive. He <laughs> <laughs> got an extra floor so he could see under the trees. <laughs> so that he could watch the post person deliver his books. Uh, the tiny chapel has ruby gl- red glass and matching church windows. None of us have any idea why it was there, but it was. <laughs> they turned it into a bathroom. Imagine a wedding there after after it's all renovated. A house they've described as a murder house from a Hitchcock movie. They're now saying, imagine having a wedding here. Yeah. <laughs> why is it a murder house? I don't get <laughs> You can wait till I show you some of the pictures in a minute. Oh, God. <laughs> the home is now in need of lots of attention. It remained in the Euron family and later by marriage to the Nightingale family until the current owners acquired the property around the 1860s. Mm. Oh, sorry, that's a brand new sentence. Sorry, this is just really poorly written. Acquired the property, full stop. Around the 1860s, a further section on the eastern side was extended to provide the butler's pantry and kitchen. Butler's is all in caps for some reason. there are 10 rooms double cellar rooms and a chapel wrapped around by the return veranda fitted with lacework balustrade on three sides don't know how you say that everything needs work but what a property (laughs) what incredible ground spread over two titles watch the cobwebs and don't wear a suit (laughs) don't wear a suit okay now after all that that it sounds great right sounds amazing it sounds very interesting i mean it's yeah final thing written is an agent's note and it says agent's note colon brave people only leave the kids at home or keep them supervised and watch the steps okay (laughs) Watch the steps. Yeah. Like <laughs> so I'm going to send you a picture quickly from one area inside the murder house. Oh, is it like haunted? Nope. It just looks like they kill people. <laughs> oh, wow. Fucking hell. Okay. And watch this. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like it. Do you very like Very pretty, it? very vibrant. What is that right near the, the front door? Like a weird monkey statue. Well, just look at the other two I've just said. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> it's got a demonic <laughs> Satanism and crap. Wow. Inside the murder house, there are creepy paintings, 
strange wallpaper and just loads well, that's of Alice Cooper. <laughs> terrifying dolls. And we will put wow. all the we will put all these pictures on the rogue underscore opinion Twitter account. But my god. And yeah, that is Alice Cooper as a puppet, but it's a painting. Oh, there's one of them. In the second photo, there's one of them in the middle, which literally stares at you. It's generally fucking terrifying. Yep. Oh, right. God. It looks like it's pain. Yeah, there's like a weird clown doll sat in a chair just in the middle of the cellar. Yeah. Like, it is... I, I generally can't stop staring at him. It is the a one murder. The <laughs> murder hands. Oh, God. Yeah, guys going to give me fucking nightmares. <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, these people must have been absolutely batshit. Look at all these... I mean, creative, like, yeah, do something with your life, maybe make some shit, but, like, I mean, they're doing something. They can't really mock them, but, like, it's creepy as shit. Like, it does have a swimming pool. I'll give it that. Um, Yeah. There's no reports on whether a body will be in the swimming pool. But but this is up for auction, 25th. Uh, ten days away at the time of the recording. Yeah. And yeah, like according to the home loan calculator, you're looking at about three thousand dollars a month. Okay, it's quite a lot. It's fine because after like a week, you'll probably be dead. So. <laughs> you probably yeah. Like, I'm not a hundred percent certain that these weird dull things that are just in the house don't come to life when you're not looking. Yeah, they fucking look like it. Now, especially in the second photo. There's two of them. There's one to the right and one to the second to the left, which look like very... They don't look like dolls. They look like actual beings, you know? They have, like, the eyes and these weird... It's very, like, expressionist. Oh, yeah, it's just it's just one that just has a big eye that's just looking yeah, at you. Yeah, and, and just looking at the camera straight away. And it's, it's like, telling oh, us God. to stay away. Like, that's yeah. what he's doing. It's just going, don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're better off. But that's 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 the murder house. That's what I have been very excited to talk about. I, what we should do is go get do some mushrooms and go to the murder house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I reckon that. Come on, they they are just mushrooms there. Sure. Like, mushrooms. But this made this made proper news. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I found it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened to what happened to original owners? Did, did, did they say anything about them? <laughs> I'm trying to find it. There was a quote from one of them who like spoke about his spoke about his mum. <laughs> but, but I can't find it now. <laughs> but I can tell you that the the house is being sold by 76 year old Beverly Panel, a keen paper mache okay <laughs> there's a 100 percent chance she's covered a live human in paper mache yeah for sure <laughs> she's supposed to made all this wow that's um there's a film coming out about this within yeah, yeah. the next rob zombie's well, not up to much definitely within the next 10 <laughs> years there will be a film about this house What's that film with Paris Hilton in? And it, oh, House of Wax. House it's going to be just House of, pu- House of Puppets or House of Pave Mache. That's what it is going to be. 
Yeah, and it'll be it'll be a holiday home rented out to some well titted teens. <laughs> well titted. It's a good expression. It'll be they'll be like in the film they'll be like eighteen, but they'll actually be like twenty six year old Victoria's Secret yeah. models. And yeah, they'll be that. they'll be there on their summer break going to Adelaide. And they would have rented the weird puppet house. And one of them's gonna survive. And it won't be the black guy. Yeah, that's be... Oh yeah, there'll definitely be a scene where they're all hiding from the puppets and then the only black character arrives late and he'll just walk <laughs> into the house and be like, Guys, I had to stop off and get beer and he'll have like a six pack of beer in his hand and then one of the puppets will just fucking take his head. God, this is this this film's really easy to make. We should just make this. Right, this right, is now right. our idea. This is our IP. Yeah. We'll, go, um, no, we should actually go to his house, leave the puppets there, and just do a bunch of drugs and like turn all the lights off or light some candles around. Other than that, turn all the lights Oh, uh, yeah. Let, let's go. In fact, let's end the podcast here. Thank you for listening, guys. We're going to go to the house, do a load of LSD, and just write this movie. But who do you think should direct it? I think it should be a joint effort between Wes Anderson. And Robert Rodriguez. That would be pretty good. That would be, be a fun time. That would be pretty good. I would quite like it to be... Oh, God. actually, who's... Sorry, there you go. I was going to say, is Wes Craven still alive? I don't think he is. He's dead. Yeah, but, like, uh, yeah. But I'd, I'd like it to be... Who's the guy who directed... Um, Fucking the what's that weird ass horror movie which is like they 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 plan for it they it's really good but like I like it but no one else does um fucking the cabin in the woods you know that film oh the cabin well the one where it turned yeah. out they were surrounded by a force field yeah yeah um they, it should be that this guy this guy should make it. And they have like a little weird ass twister where it's like, oh, the people are actually the monsters and the puppets are just like, have their own like community. Yeah. It's Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard, he's the guy. He should uh, direct it. Yeah, he should, he should do it. It should be him channeling the spirit of Wes Craven. Sure. Why not? Josh Wes Craven adds a lot to it. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you can. It's available. It's on Netflix. <laughs> nice. Literally can see. God, have you seen the Suicide Squad cast? Uh, kind of. There's yeah. loads of them. I did, uh, there's, lo- there's like a ton of people in it. Oh, shit. Our new best friend oh. is in it. Yeah. John Cena. John Cena's fucking yeah, hell. Just Cena's in it. Yeah. Uh, John Cena, who actually follows me, he followed me like a full day before he followed you, you know? He did. He did. He followed, <laughs> he followed Rogue Opinions, and then he followed you the same day, and then like two days later, he followed me. Which, yeah. and, and just quick, just briefly, Ben, he doesn't follow anyone else from Rogue Opinions, just me and you. That's a need. So maybe he's, maybe he's an average fan of that. Hey, John Cena, hey, you're John. the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, you're, you're uh, real. I you're love your wrestling. 
Yeah. You know, earlier, like months ago, when I talked shit about how you're acting in wrestling, just, you know, that wasn't me, that was my turn. I love you, really. Yeah. Um, jorts are really cool still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your rapping on WrestleMania 77 or whatever the fuck is. Oh, yeah, when you totally dissed Elias, that was great. But yeah, 2019, yeah. jorts are still, they're still cool, man. Yeah. I'm going to start wearing jorts, yeah? God, I used to wear jorts all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. cool back then, but... No, no. But John, they look great on you. It's probably because he's so big and muscular. And he's def- it, he definitely isn't slowly losing his hair. No, no, never. I mean, you you got a pair, you got the perfect hair, Cena. G man, G Cena. You're my bro, yeah. G Cena. Yeah, you're the. You're Love the... it. I wish I had your hair. I wish you looked exactly like you. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get plastic surgery to look exactly like my man, G Cena. <laughs> Why are you saying G? It's next <laughs> to a J. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's G John. <laughs> Jason, oh yeah, the big G, yeah, the big G. yeah, yeah, the OG, the original gangster, John Cena. Definitely from the mean streets of Newbury, Massachusetts. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, Straight where out is Massachusetts? Is Massachusetts? Some of these places in middle America are fucked up. Um, where did I say he's from? Newbury, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out if it's a nice area. Oh, this is why he follows us. It all makes what? sense. Newberry is a town in Essex County, Massachusetts. Ah. Oh, we're from Essex in the UK. That's why, John. Holy we shit. all get it. We, we get it now. Yeah, population... Essex, but your one's probably better. Probably. I mean, yeah. Probably. It's near it's next to a place called Plum Island. Oh yeah? Uh, Sounds nice. You better be able to get plums there. I'm gonna be real mm. fucking angry. And um the population was six thousand six hundred and sixty six wow. in a twenty ten census. So um John, since you're listening, uh cheers man. Yeah. If you're in my giving wouldn't mind just giving us a wee little retweet. Yeah, maybe yeah. come on the podcast one time, like join in. Yeah, if you, want, if you if you want to come on, like oh we'll think of we'll we'll think of um we'll do if you come on, John, we'll do create a rap star. Yeah, with movies that John Cena should be in. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. like you're gonna be in Suicide Squad. That's real cool. Yeah. Well, in fact, if you if you want to publicise the movie when it comes out, you we'll interview you. Mm. You can talk about your role. You can talk about yeah, what talk you do. About, uh, Bumblebee. We we talk about yeah. Bumblebee. Bumblebee, which yeah. is in fact the best the best Transformer movie ever made. It's all because of you, Johnny Boy. Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't see it. I'm not hundred percent certain Ben did either. <laughs> I generally did. With Peggy Seinfeld <laughs> and John Senior and some other people, and it's good. That sounds really good. And um, Blockers, that was uh, Blockers is good I, as well. I'm not even joking. Blockers is actually a good film. I'll be honest, John. I didn't see it. I 
man, you gotta go catch up on John Cena films. Yeah, what was that one with the comedian that no one likes, Amy Schumer? Oh, fucking Trainwreck. Train, yeah. uh, oh, did you know in that film, John Cena actually thought, oh, uh, I'm not sure if this is true, but like, it was a, a rumour where a couple of people told I have it. heard that rumour, yeah. Yeah, apparently, because there's like, it was like, I think it was his first film, like, Trainwreck, or one of, one of his first, like, big films. Um, and he, yeah, he actually just started to fuck Amy Schumer because he didn't know the, the proper way to do, like, to fuck people in a film, like, <laughs> to do a sex scene. There's no way Amy Schumer didn't just so, use that as a chance to get to get you, John. John, we don't believe that. We don't believe that. <laughs> I'll be honest, John, hat trick. I didn't see that film. But... <laughs> hat trick? Never, I've never seen you in a film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, John, I'm not certain I've ever seen you in a film. <laughs> I'll be honest, I John, I don't know who you are. <laughs> But I did see you, you know, it was real cool when you came out in 2002 and got in Kurt Angle's face on SmackDown. Yeah. And now look at you, big, 17 years later, big movie star. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a promise, John. I will go see Suicide Squad. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> now, what you should, um, see, you should see, uh, you should see... Blockers. Blockers is, is fun. Probably get a laugh out of it. Bit cheesy, but it's good. Um, and you should see Bumblebee. That's your, your homework. Next week, you can review. Well, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll do that, I promise. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't think anyone believes you. <laughs> I, I, but, I'll do that. <laughs> but Ben, let's, ben, let's catch up on your homework. Oh shit! Did, yeah. did you watch Lizzie McGuire episode in a beauty? Oh god, no! <laughs> I was in Bangkok going to. I thought you meant the other homework. I thought that was a great segue to what to get on board with the podcast. But no, you talk about fucking Lizzie McGuire. God damn, Lizzie McGuire! You didn't go. You didn't do your homework. No. Okay. Well, you know what? To everyone that did do their homework, well done. Uh, I hope you all got something and learnt a lot about the episode and uh so for this week i would like you to watch last year's model which is season one episode 23 it's <laughs> yeah. by, by tim mayo and douglas tuber and this is directed by you're gonna love this ben savage yeah. steve holland savage steve holland <laughs> savage sure. steve holland directed this episode of listen quiet Wow. What was he doing? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Lizzie is selected as a model to participate in a fashion show presented by Teen Attitude magazine at, at a local mall. Wasn't that your favourite magazine growing up? Of course, Teen Attitude. You love it. Her modelling stint earns her fame in the school, but she is annoyed when everyone starts treating her differently because of her new status. Meanwhile, <laughs> Matt and Lanny buy a hammock from a shop. But when it turns defective, the shopkeeper refuses to take it back and give them a refund. How does a hammock go? To... Doesn't matter. I'll watch the episode. Matt and, Lanny, <laughs> Matt and Lanny then decide to teach him a lesson. So sure. we're going to learn a lot about how fame shouldn't go to your head, which obviously yeah. being big time uh, podcasters, we are we are aware of. 
and um, ensuring that you f- follow the law on consumers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you work at a shop, how to treat customers if your hammocks go defective. Yeah, so there's an important lesson to learn. Everyone needs to know about hammocks, even though I've, I've maybe used a hammock once in my life. But yeah, everyone needs to know about hammocks. The fact that Savage Steve Holland directed a Lizzie McGuire episode yeah. is incredible. If I become a big-time director and start directing Lizzie McGuire movie, uh, episodes, I'm going to call myself Brutal Ben Ebert. And I'm going to be very original. Brutal <laughs> Ben Ebert. You only, you're, you're, the first thing you do is straight away you reboot Sharknado. <laughs> As an R-rated okay. gore fest. I mean, I'm not opposed to that idea. We'll get uh, Tara Reed in it and the guy who chopped his hand off in the first one or the second one or the 17th one. Yeah. Um, but instead of, to, because it's going to be super R-rated, instead of wrestlers making cameos like Chris Jericho and um, Kurt Angle's in one, you just get like convicted felons <laughs> <laughs> to make cameos in your film. Yeah. And, uh, God, Savage Steve Holland directed um, Fairly Odd Parents TV films. Oh, yeah? I didn't know. Was TV films of Fairly Odd Parents? I don't know, but I think I know what we're doing next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll be the director of our R-rated version. I think he should. One R-rated. Oh, yeah, R-rated Fairly Odd Parents. I remember yeah, that. we both did it. We had very different ideas. Yeah, I think mine was about a PTSD-ridden Vietnam vet, but yeah, <laughs> we should probably do your one. Wasn't yours about <laughs> a lot of? Sh- did yours involve a lot of shooting fire? Yeah, <laughs> it was like Breaking Bad, but this guy was like, it was like, it was like Kim Jong Un and Breaking Bad, and if they had like a fairly old parent who could grant wishes, that was basically a premise of the show. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I reckon that. <laughs> your holiday to Thailand wasn't so different to that. But but I'm going to get straight to the main event because everyone has seen the pictures we put on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Everyone is yeah. aware. A few episodes ago, we discovered Ben's new favourite restaurant. Ben's yes. new favourite restaurant was Cabbages and it's Condoms. Cool. Yeah, um, and you saw, uh, hopefully, I don't, I don't actually know what pictures their uh, rogue opinions used, but hopefully they used a guy... Who had a C and a C on his chest? Yeah, we Because that's that's cabbage, cabbage and condom man. Yeah, and I, I, I tried to sit him from the restaurant. I'm not gonna lie, but loads of people were looking at me, and as soon as I picked him up, they said, said some shit to me in Thai. I couldn't understand, and I presumed they were gonna like put a snake on my head or something. So I put him down, and then I ran out of the restaurant after grabbing 17 different types of condoms. So yeah, cabbage and condom is a restaurant. Uh, it's very condom themed. There's got condom decorations everywhere. Everyone I saw, and there was a Westerner. Not gonna lie, my my girlfriend was the only Asian customer in the whole entire restaurant, <laughs> and she's not even from Thailand. And uh, yeah, so I think it's like a popular tourist destination. There, yeah, there's uh, the restaurant is surprisingly the menu is surprisingly normal. Menu unfortunately doesn't actually uh, didn't seem to mention condoms at all. There was this regular old Thai food on the menu, but the decorations everywhere around you. So there was condom lamps, 
there was boards with different types of condoms on. <laughs> uh, on our table, there was a little light. And it had a condom wrapped over it. Yes. And and there was a condom made out of Snow White. There was also a condom guy who literally looked like a big condom. And he was made out of a bunch of different condoms. That was fun. (laughs) I am beginning to... Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the theme is. Theme is... uh, the restaurant was actually very serious, though it means to me. And there, oh, there was a gift shop as well. Yeah. <laughs> there was a gift the shop. There was a gift shop as well. I, no, I did. Oh, fuck, I, 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 I should have gone there. But it was right next to the um, right next to the entrance. There was a gift shop, and everything, every single thing was shaped like a dick. I think I sent you one picture, but I should I should have gone in more. But like, um, like yeah, there was a poster outside which had a bunch of different. Uh, that was set like loads and loads of different. Uh, condom uh, type so it was like the early riser there was like a bunch of different things and <laughs> and uh, yeah you know, you know what i'm not just what i'm not spotting yeah not no cabbages yeah i didn't see a single cabbage you need no cabbage at all i'm pretty sure i looked up the mer- the menu like very int- uh, t- intently there was no cabbages at all so, it's just obsessed with condoms. No cabbages, eh? But, you know, cabbages kind of suck as a food. So, who, goes, who gives a fuck about cabbages? Um, it, no, you know what it should be called? It should, the restaurant should be called ca- Condoms and Curry. There's loads of curry. Thai people love their curry. Call it Condoms and Curry. And then, if you want to take the curry home, you pour in a condom and wrap it around. And I would take your little, little condom do- doggy bag. That's what we should do. That's also that's also a good way to test the condom. It is, yeah. Sure it works. Yeah. Oh, they also at the end of the meal you get your a free condom, which is good. After you pay the menu, if someone comes around and gives you a free condom, and at the uh, at, at the exit there was <laughs> there's literally like twelve different types of condoms you can take, and I because <laughs> that people I just took like five I uh, I just took like three or four from each. Uh, um, pipe, and there was one. The biggest size were military. It's called military size. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a. Is it just a bodysuit that zips up? <laughs> <laughs> I may have tried it. Okay, do you know, you know when kids uh, jump into uh, uh, bean bags to go bean bag racing? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, it was like that. <laughs> it's it's just a bag. <laughs> oh, so the big question well how was the food it was actually really good it was a little bit pricey i mean it's cheap i think it maybe costs for thailand it's quite pricey it was like six or seven pounds like a meal which isn't that much at all like i think in total we i spent i think i spent like 30 pounds in total we got the dessert as well and stuff but i had a couple of drinks and it was it was good. It was quite enjoyable. Had a really fucking good banana split. Didn't have a condom on, which is good. But you know, <laughs> I mean, Gravy looks over the kitchen. He just saw the chefs practicing putting condoms on bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <But> so, <laughs> the real the real question is: um, Did I lie, or is this your new favorite restaurant? 
Please, there's no restaurant I can think of which I preferred. Thank God. Good time. There was lots of uh, this whole thing about. Uh, so the <laughs> the owner, I guess he had like a bunch of kids he didn't want, or the dad got like loads of STDs. Owner's literally just like a chef. No, we, we told like, you. We told you this story. Yeah. On the podcast, he was just a guy. Uh, they're really big into Planned Parenthood. Yeah. All his kids used to work at the restaurant or something. Yeah. So just so he doesn't want he doesn't want anyone to have unsafe sex. So he'd be very disappointed with me. But now I've got he gave me I literally took maybe 13, 14 condoms from there. So you know that's, that's fourteen times I'm not I'm gonna have safe sex because of that restaurant, which is you know positive. That's, that's good. So you got fed, and mm-hmm. you didn't get an illness. No, not not my no. Didn't get so any over, Overall, what would what would you give it out of ten? Oh, it's only nine out of ten. The only, only thing you're missing is like the the people, uh, the waiters. They weren't de- decorated like condoms. They should have had like condom hats. They yeah, should all they should or they should have just been naked and just wearing condoms around their dicks. Or the men. Were they like um? Were they like dick themed cocktails? There weren't. There weren't. And that was one thing that, or something that I was quite disappointed about. Oh. The menu should be more oriented, orientated to be condoms, about condoms. There should be yeah. drinks yeah. should come in maybe cups in, in condoms, you know. Or, or maybe as well. Maybe give, uh, yeah, yeah, different chances. They should give you, like, you can ask, you can request certain flavours of condoms because it, it looked... All the condoms, I mean, they had some Playboy condoms. They had uh, Durex condoms there. They were all, none of them were flavoured. None of them were flavoured. Uh-huh. They were just plain old, like, the plainest condoms you could have. Get some feather-like condoms in there. Get some, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get some dotted ones, you know. And if, if you give a secret handshake, uh, they should, like, just sort of mix up a Viagra in your drink. Yeah, that'd be good. So that, so that they know you're just like you know do that, and whilst you order your um, fuck I need a pun, penis colada. <laughs> what is yeah? That was weak. <laughs> Before the end of the podcast, I'll think of a better one. <laughs> we'll sec- if we order sex on a beach, safe sex on a beach. There you go. <laughs> and it's just a sex on the beach, but they wrap a glass in a condom. <laughs> <It's> a condom. <laughs> you can't actually drink it, you just keep throwing it the fucking condom. There's no glass, they just pour it in the condom. So they're like, see, the condom works. Yeah. Or you just wrap your dick around to go into your body. If the condom splits, they give you a kid's dessert for free. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that was good. How was the rest of Thailand? Got any funny, got any oh, funny yeah, tales? Yeah, got tales from I have. Trails. So, um, yeah, I've got a few trails, tales. So, uh, I never, uh, I, first of all, I'll go, there's a street, which I told you a little bit before, before we started recording. There's a street which is very touristy. It's a big party street. There's loads, loads and loads of bars around, yeah. But I saw some crazy ass shit in that street. It was uh, in the street, people offering you like laughing gas and whatever. It's basically like Ibiza in Bangkok for like four, five, six streets. It's just like mental, pure like, partying, right? 
and when I went there, I got offered some very strange things. There was a guy that came up with me in a menu, and he just literally put his sucky tongue out and went, oh, 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 and he was like, pussy. And I just looked at the menu, and what it was, is, is there was, oh, <laughs> was offering, they were offering the um, thing, a menu of different things you can ask this woman to shoot out of her vagina. So there was... <laughs> Yeah, and it was quite cheap as well. It was like 110 baht, which is like three pound. Oh, three pound. You can make this woman smoke a cigarette from her vagina, shoot ice out of it, shoot ping pong balls. And I was like, I'd shoot like literally like apple seeds and shit like that. And I was just like, oh god, if I wasn't here with my girlfriend, I'd be like, I didn't see this. You would just pay double and ask her to shoot you out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have just been asking to shoot a Bible out of it so she can find God. That's sure. Not, it's not a good thing to be doing. She should have more respect. Uh, I mean, a lot of priests go for a fuck little boy, so... And, then, and, and they found God. So. <laughs> fuck religion. Uh, I'm going to have to Google that and see if I can leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've done worse things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, and also, oh, yeah, I got offered to buy a monkey. Uh, a monkey for, like, three You got four. offered a monkey? You got offered to buy a monkey. There was a little guy. Oh, it was fucking it was a, bought this monkey. No, it was a seedy-ass place. Bangkok is a seedy fucking place. It's called Bangkok for a reason. Oh, I saw, I saw a shit ton of ladyboys. Literally, like, 20 ladyboys. Some of them were beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Some of them were beautiful. Most of them actually looked like... I had to stare at for a little while. I was like, okay, you do like a good job. You actually like look like an attractive lady, yeah? Some of them. I hope your your girlfriend just saw you staring at this lady boy. And she was just like, I don't know if Ben's just like (laughs) found a new love. <laughs> but uh, so, sometimes, like sometimes, I take a second. I told her, I told her, I was like, "Oh, that's that's an attractive lady boy." But uh, I, 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 I had to look with some of them for like five seconds. Like, are you a woman or are you a man? Because I can kind of see an animal as like a real. Yeah. Anyway, like five or six of them were like, "Oh no, you ain't fooling anybody. You may have <laughs> lipstick on and the long hair, and you may have some padding on it where your boobs are meant to be." But it's like. I look more feminine than you do, <laughs> and I've got a beard. So it's like some of these women, some of these ladies were like, "Oh, you're hench as fuck. You've got big ass muscles." And you're like, "Okay, maybe, maybe if you want to do this, like maybe because that's when they're working out." <laughs> it's just John Cena. He's <laughs> just following you. Like, like a couple of these guys or ladyboys or whatever, or whatever, whatever, whatever I should refer to them as, they looked, they were like as big as John Cena. <laughs> they had long hair, wigs on, and a dress on. They were like, all right, cool. So, yeah, that was uh, ladyboys. Uh, also, yeah, so I got offered a monkey as well for like 450 buck, which is like 12 Oh, yeah, we pounds. really glossed over the monkey. Yeah. What's on monkey? I, don't, I, wasn't, I didn't look at it much because uh, I knew this guy was a piece of shit. Uh, I felt quite bad because the monkey, because I was just thinking, like, if we get a little bit serious, I thought, what kind of conditions are these monkeys that live in? And so this guy, this guy, which is 450 baht, is like 12 pounds in English money. I'm going to, how many monkeys must they sell to make this like a viable business? 
this guy knew that there was uh, this guy sorry, this guy knew this was uh, a illegal. So he he was like really going going up to everybody and kind of speaking quite softly, showing a, a picture of a monkey. I'm pretty sure it was a squirrel monkey, if I remember correctly. It looked like a squirrel monkey. Um, and it was taken, uh, yeah. So yeah, the uh, I didn't offer it. I kind of just walked by because there was so much. I'm not gonna lie, there was so much shit going on. There was people. Uh, one thing about Thailand, people are very aggressive for your money. Yeah, I, found out. I went to just on the animal front. I went to Morocco years and years ago. You might remember this with uh, with an ex girlfriend, and we were just like walking down the street. Was there was this person who was trying to sell a bear? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not joking, but they had this bear like on a chain and like chained really? it. it was in like handcuffs, and they had a chain around its neck. Uh-huh. And there was like the equivalent of whoever like the Moroccan police are, just yeah. like talking to this guy. But he just like had this really kind of sad depressed looking bear yeah i was like oh horrible isn't it yeah as soon as he's out with his handcuffs he would rip those people apart there's a bear would a bear is one of the most terrifying animals i don't know it looked like it was like really under it was like skinny even though it was super fluffy it was like super skinny and shit but it's just like but apparently you get you get it all over the place that kind of area in the world sadly but yeah so you should have bought the monkey, and then you could have been like, um, yeah, you could have been like Aladdin. Didn't yeah. Aladdin have a monkey? What was the monkey called? He does. Uh, Abu. Abu. Yeah. Oh, you could have then bought a fez. Yeah. And you one, of, one of those little vests. We got oh, oh, they sell fucking Aladdin plants everywhere over Thailand or Bangkok because <laughs> they sell the Aladdin style pants everywhere over Bangkok. Like a hundred bucks, about two pound fifty. Oh, did you get me some? I didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't you buy it. Didn't get me a monkey or Aladdin trousers. Nah, sorry. God I'll go. Those are the two I mean, I things I always ask you for. Yeah, I might go over there and I'll just FedEx you a monkey. FedEx me a monkey. Just the FedEx guy just delivered. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with it, but it really smells. It's just. <laughs> Of a squirrel monkey in a box. It's been like a month, so it's just signs like yeah. what? It's like a really fucked up, like the same sort of threat in like in Godfather when he cut the horse's head off. <laughs> I just open it, I'm like, it's a sign, Ben is coming. <laughs> coming back. <laughs> and then you just burst through the window and kill me. <laughs> You're like, God damn, FedEx took forever. I've been out there for a year. Yeah, so that was parts of Bangkok. Also, oh, I got two massages, right? I've never had a professional massage in my life before I uh, went to Bangkok. And one of them was pretty normal. One of them, uh, it was, you wore, wore like, um, you wore clothes, you wore, uh, you wore, had these like pajamas to put on, which literally looked like ninja garb, right? Uh, before I destroyed my phone, I, I, wanted, I took a photo of it and I was going to send it to you, but now my phone's dead. Um, so yeah, and I wrapped it around. And it literally legit looked like a ninja. It had like the robes on and stuff. And uh, yeah, and it was pretty normal. Like they, it did it for like two hours, and they were like cracking my back and my toes and whatever. And it was quite nice. And then some of it, it hurt quite a bit in a bit different places. And there's one point because uh, it's like you got you have this stranger like right up on you. Yeah. So I just like closed my eyes because I thought it was like good. 
normal etiquette to have when you're having a massage. I looked up and this woman's literally just kicking me in the shin. And I went, I, I looked up and the woman's literally, like this little Asian, little Thai woman is literally stamping on my shin. And I was like, oh, it actually feels quite good. But it's like, it hurts as well. So I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm not joking. She literally just jumped and hopped on my on my shin like seven times and she looked back i think she noticed i was watching her i can't i just closed my eyes again i was like this is weird <laughs> and she like crap me crap in my back and she like she she put me in all kinds of weird like yoga positions i felt quite good afterwards and the other one is like a uh, so i had one uh, literally yesterday yesterday about 10 o'clock because the last thing we did in in, in bangkok uh, we have an oil massage, which is very, uh, I think when you think of a massage, it's like what you, comes to mind. So I was naked, uh, you, you get naked, uh, uh, I had the same room as my girlfriend. We got naked and we were given these, uh, we had a shower before, and we were given this underwear to wear. And this underwear, the best way to describe it is probably like a, a fisherman's net. Like, it doesn't cover anything. It, like, literally, like, I, uh, uh, for, like, parts of my, uh, I wore it, and I think it's for people who are a bit smaller, framed, uh, like, I think it's generally for, like, uh, shapes for, like, uh, Thai, like, women or men who are generally a lot skinnier, skinnier than, uh, someone like me, and they, and, like, so, I guess it, like, stretched a little bit more, but, like, they, like you could literally see everything. Like no strain ever. Like, like you could like bits of my balls were hanging out, and like heart, uh, and not my entire dick, but like it was nearly like my my, my shaft was about to just come out of these holes. And this, this, and so I had nothing else on than that. And my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, these two strangers are gonna come and just see everything." But okay. Um, and, then, and then she was like, "I'll go. I'll go get them." Go get the uh, masseuse, masseuses. And I was like, you want me to go out of this room where it's pretty public and it's a pretty big room <laughs> with just this on? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. They'd be like, yo, so do you want me to just go and be naked? So that's what I did. And after like five minutes, that's what I did. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not I'm not that body conscious. So I went and got them. And uh, I don't know, at least eight or nine people saw my dick. And then I went back, and uh, yeah, I laid on the table and started giving me massages. And I'm not going to lie, they take off this underwear, they take off the fisherman's net as they give, give you a massage. Foreplay. <laughs> Essentially, no, 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 no word of exaggeration. Essentially foreplay. Okay, they didn't touch my dick. They went everywhere around. They, like, not joking, they were clasping my balls. At one point, within like five minutes of me laying down, they had like, one of their fingers were down my arm, between my arse cheeks. And I was like, shit, shit. Literally cost like 10 pounds for like two hours. I understand why perverts go to Thailand. Because I know I understand this culture because they can be like, yeah, they can literally have a, a stranger's fingers down your butt cheeks for 10 pounds for like two hours. So for ten pounds, you got fingered. Essentially, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cheap. So cheap, it's, just, yeah. it's not, it's not, not too much. Not too much money, but it just sounds like quite the quite the adventure. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. I definitely want to go back. Uh, the not because of the oil massage, but like 
I wouldn't be opposed to another massage. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in my body. Like, there's a, they weren't like jerking me off, which would be weirder, but like, it, it was pleasant. Well, it doesn't sound too bad at all. So, you had two massages. Yeah. One was brutal, and one yeah. was. One gratifying. was like, yeah, one was like it came like four times. So, you went, so to sum it up, you went to cabbages and condoms. You got cords, you got Bitch. fingered, you got <laughs> yeah. in the shin. You could have bought a monkey. A um, monkey, yeah. And, and I could have seen a woman shoot uh, smoke with her vagina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. We've spoke about so much. I forgot about the woman <laughs> shooting stuff out of her vagina. It was a really intense, like, four days. There was a lot going on. How? So you said ping pong balls. How yeah. do you think other sports balls would work? I only saw, like, four items on the menu, but maybe... Do you, I think could, do you think she could bowl? Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> well, like I'm just going to go extreme. Or do you think she could yeah. use? Think she could, like, golf with it? Shoot a golf ball? Oh yeah, golf balls are, are like a tiny. Golf balls and ping pong balls are like the same size. I think. No, but I'm, golf I'm, no, I'm talking ball. about. I'm talking about on the course. Could she oh, yeah. shoot it far enough? Oh, probably. Yeah. But I'm talking. I'm talking about playing the sport at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, there's no way she couldn't play ping pong like that. Dude, I, I'm I'm considering going back with a, a, a friend, uh, Retina, yeah. um, also known as Ben. Yeah, we, we were talking about. <laughs> doing... <laughs> got loads the wrong way around. <laughs> I think his name's Ben, and he's also. His Retina, oh, Monday, well, um, he, right. he's talking about going on a holiday in January. To Bangkok, and I, I want to go back to experience the more like party, crazy, wild side of it. Because I like, cool. yeah, even though uh, I talked a lot about like all this weird shit that happened to me, we weren't searching that stuff out. That just came to us naturally because that's what Bangkok's like. Like that, just like <laughs> I want to explore that sort of area more. So I'm going to go back in January, and you know, I'm more than welcome to come. And we can podcast there about it. We can podcast and have a lady who shoots ping pong balls out of a vagina as a guest. Oh, good. Good. John, real sorry, Cena. You've just been bumped. Um, <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Like, um, we'll have you on another time. Yeah, that sounds great. Like, yeah, I'll come. Yeah. It's January. It's like four months time. That's plenty of time yeah. to, to plan it. We'll have to get in contact. I'm definitely going to ask her. Can she play legit? Only <laughs> using her vagina. I think she's pretty good. I yeah, I think ping pong that that requires too much accuracy because you have to you'd have to ensure it lands appropriately. Yeah. Each time, bowling seems too much. Bowling that would just like, destroy someone. Like, bowling balls are way too big. Maybe like a cricket ball. Because she played cricket. She'd have to yeah. bowl. She couldn't bat. So yeah. She'd have to be bowling. But then she'd have to like do flips because you've got to go from up high down so it bounces. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's how wiggle as it shoots out. I think golf is the limit. But we will find out. Yeah, definitely in four months' time. We'll podcast from Bangkok and let you know yeah. what we found out. We're going to get John Senior and this woman on a podcast. And we're just going to ask some questions. Yeah, yeah. We're going to interview them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. To John, how are you feeling about Suicide Squad? To Ping Pong Lady, yeah. what kind of balls can you fit in there? Can you fit my head in here? 
Could you fit John Cena's balls in there? (laughs) 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 And then they find love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I think think that was... Yeah, I think we talked... We actually... This was the first time where we've probably given the name of the podcast appropriately talked about naked people enough. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking at one point, there was a, a podcast we did together ages ago that I don't think was for Rogue Opinions, where we spoke about you being offered a prostitute <laughs> by like Probably. a teenage boy on the street or something. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, I remember that. We like, I don't think you worked for the, 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 the pimp or whatever. But in um, in Taipei, it's pretty. It's a very very safe air place. Uh, Taipei, Jeremy, Taiwan. But there's this place, the CD area I used to live in, called Longshan. It's a place called Longshan Temple, right? And, and there's loads, there's loads of prostitutes. And I, I was, my old bank used to be right near there. I, I know a good banker there. He speaks like really good English. Uh, so I go to her all the time whenever I've got anything. I still go there. <laughs> and like, um, and it, 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 right before you get to the bank, there's a street where there's loads of prostitutes, literally like 20 at least every time I go there. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and this, this guy, he must have been like only like 16, 17. He was super nervous. Uh, I don't know. May, maybe he was like nervous out of getting the costume. But he came up to me and he was like, do you want to have sex with um, a woman with me? And I was like... I'm going to the bank, dude. Like, what? I'm not expecting it. Like, a complete stranger. He just looked at me and was like, oh, you, you, you're a handsome guy. Let's, let's have sex with one of these prostitutes together. And I was like, we'll go half. And he was like, oh, we'll go half. And I was like, uh, I got to meet my friend. I'm okay, man. I'm good. This is weird. I was just like, first off, Thank you for calling me handsome. Yeah. Second of no. <laughs> Sorry, but but, but yeah. Well, uh, I think we've just come full circle for this episode. I don't. I don't really have much to much else to add. <laughs> but we we covered a lot lot of ground. Make sure last year's model. That's this week's Lizzie McGuire episode. Seems real inappropriate to talk about Lizzie McGuire after this. <laughs> last year's model. Okay. Good. Yeah, so make sure you watch that. Let us know if you've ever nearly or had the opportunity to buy a monkey. <laughs> or okay. let us know if you think you could shoot. That no, we can't ask people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> send in your videos and shoot. <laughs> yeah, send all videos to Ben underscore E B E R T. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you know my <laughs> And um. And yeah, Ben, Thailand was give you rated uh, cabbages and condoms. What, what would you rate Bangkok out of ten? Uh, in a way, a ten out of ten, but in other ways, like an eight. Like I'd, I'd probably rate it like an eight out of ten. It was interesting. I yeah, I, I want to go back, but which is a sign of like a good holiday, right? But I want to go back. I do very different things. I'd focus on like different areas of Bangkok, and I'd, I'd rather go with like uh, and go again with like say friends, or myself, or just myself for like backpack. But like yeah, uh, Bangkok is a fun place. Anyone who's a little bit twisted, you should go there. Good to know. Well, guys, check back through the feed. Uh, loads of stuff. 
has been going up recently. Uh, by the time this goes up, there will probably be a review of uh, whatever WWE are doing. Clash <laughs> of Champions. Yes, there will probably be a review of that by the time that goes up. Because that is literally tonight at time of recording. Uh, watch Lizzie McGuire. Last year's model. <laughs> Uh, Inner Beauty was another one, and I recommended another episode on a different podcast, but I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> but go, <laughs> just go watch those. Ben, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, ben underscore Ebert on the Twitters and Tawny100 on Instagram, which I did upload some photos of condoms and cabbages. Wow best restaurant in the world you can find me at nathan greenaway and we will see you next week Bye. Bye.